Hey guys, Cody here with you on the Why Not Podcast, a podcast about doing shit, because why not? Today, we are recording from the porch of the Toyak Farm Ranch House with Clark Lowry, John Mark Lowry, and Austin Thigpen. So forgive us for the bad audio quality, but it was just too nice outside to not sit on the patio. We talk hogs, land management, and Texas hunting. So without any further ado, here's the crew from EastTexasHunts.com. Why not podcast? Because you better do shit. Because why not? That wasn't my catch thing, but it's okay. This is podcast number two. That means we can fuck shit up. We got Clark Lowry here with a broken foot. He uh, broke this foot kicking someone in the ass. How else do you break a foot? Or trying to run. Yeah, one of the two. John Mark Lowry. Calm J- down, everybody. J- calm JML. down. JML. Hold on. Let them quit clapping. JML. Yeah, hey. Okay, now they know. Yeah. Yep. A lot of clapping going on here. He is a uh, fish in a fishing auto. <laughs> a fish where? <laughs> in the river. And he likes, eating a lot of, he likes eating a lot of ass. But <laughs> ass season, bro. Come on, what season? <laughs> ass season. What season is it? <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> Then we have Austin Thigpen here. Well, I just I don't feel like what I what I'd say about him is appropriate for any 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 person's ears. That's so kind of you. Yeah. <laughs> and then me, of course, which I've already introduced myself. And then the booze happen. Exactly. Hey, Austin, I want you to talk to me a little bit. Well, hold on. To, before we get started, we're uh, we're talking land management today. We're going to talk a little bit about hogs. We're going to talk a little bit about exotics, high fences. We're in Texas here, East Texas, right? East St. Augustine. 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 On the the Toyak River. What's the name of the ranch we're on? Toyak Farm. How do you find you guys? EastTexasHunts.com. That's a little plug for them. Plug. They're they're the guys if you want to catch anything exotic or pigs. Big pigs. But let's get started about these pigs. So these pigs. So we we went pig hunting today. Pig hunting. Yeah, and I I missed the pig. Yeah. I wasn't gonna say it, but since you said it, uh, I I think I the last picture I got there were twenty six in the uh, photo frame. No big deal. We'll get them again tomorrow. It sounded like a hit though. It also. sounded like a hit. No bud. Thoroughly, I, I personally think you got one. Thoroughly enjoyed it, Cody. When you took the shot. I swear to God, I swear to God, I hit it. Number one, I swear, to, I swear to God, I hit it. I, I had it dead in the center, and I squeezed. I didn't pull. I mean, I pulled. I didn't. No, I squeezed. I didn't pull. What's bad is I told him when we were walking out. I said, "Joe Mark, when I was four, my dad, when I used to shoot, would go squeeze, squeeze, squeeze." No, no, no. He told he told me this after the fact, and I yeah. said I, I did do that. I I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the gun's not sided in. <laughs> no, we, no, the gun is We did it this evening. Yeah, okay, yeah. I believe it. Yeah, it is what it is. Anyways, okay. Okay, so let's hear we about had... let's hear about these hogs. So I came here I came here this weekend to do some hog hunting. We went hog hunting today. We didn't see any. We saw a couple, but we, did, we didn't see the ones that we were going to shoot, and we're all about shooting to eat. And so the ones we were gonna shoot didn't show up today, so we didn't shoot anything. Right. And so what do hogs mean to y'all in East Texas? What are they doing to your livestock? What are they doing to your 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 deer? What are they doing to your land? Well, as a rancher, Austin Thigpen, uh, 
the the hogs the hogs in East Texas and in in the state of Texas are causing in the U.S. in the U.S. they're causing they're causing significant damage to four hundred million dollars worth of damage just in Texas alone. They're causing uh, major damage. Thank you, Car. But what they're really what they're really causing is like on on uh, cattle ranches, hay producing ranches, corn, all the crops in Texas. They uh, they cause significant damages that you know. You might not have to pay for, but somebody's paying for it. Insurance is somebody like that. Uh, out here at the ranch that we we shoot the hogs off of, out here, it's it's one of those uh, things that we we try to eradicate them ourselves by trapping, shooting, all that good. Tra- just trying to take care of them as best we can. Uh, you know, a little stat throw out there: if you don't shoot seventy percent of the hogs that you've got on your place, you're not doing anything for it. Cause they, uh, uh, sow can breed three times a year having 12 pigs every time. So it's a major problem. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. So what do you, what are y'all doing to eradicate these hogs and are they affecting your, your hunting? Oh yeah. They're competition for, any animal that browses or eats off the ground here in East Texas. I mean, no matter if it's a deer, it's a hog, it's a coon, it's a, it's a squirrel, anything. They can come in and wipe wipe everything out. You can see uh, whenever we have hogs, groups of hogs come through, which they'll, they'll roam in groups. When they come through, you, you can tell that it's happened. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a deal we have to deal with every day. One of one of the biggest problems is the hogs. You know, we put out a corn feeder, something like that. You don't think it's a big problem until you watch it on a game camera or something like that. Once a hog comes and starts dominating a corn feeder, deer don't come anymore. Yeah, anyone that deer hunts. Yeah, anybody knows. And it with with us, you know, we're we're not making this our livelihood, but we're shooting a lot of pigs and a lot, a lot of different animals. When, when a pig takes over a certain section of a place, it kind of kills a hunting spot for us. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of kills money for us too. I mean, it's one of those things that go into the $400 million that Clark was referencing earlier. Yeah. So, You're welcome for that stat. <laughs> but honestly, if you don't kill the pigs off, they're going to overpopulate and cause other Terrible things to happen. Oh. You want to say diseases, but who knows what it actually comes from and all. The diseases from the pigs or diseases from, from the population? It could be overpopulation. It's just like anything. It could be like a world. mosquito. You don't want anything to overpopulate. Or... Which we're see- we've seen that in whitetails in Texas, right? Right. The overpopulation of white whitetails causing disease within their... Yeah, and there's a certain there's a certain management range. I mean, you go out to West Texas, you might see thirty or forty deer on a hunt, but there is still certain populations you got to have to be able to be able to feed them. Oh yeah, I, I, I afford I to feed them. So well, what what's the ideal amount of deer? And I, maybe it's not a per acre thing, but what's the ideal buck to doe ratio over here in West Texas? East Texas. Well, it, East when, Texas. Yeah, in East Texas, you always want to pull it, probably two bucks to one doe is the is a appropriate deal. I think really in the wild though, 
if you get a buck to a doe ratio, you're doing good. You're one doing to one. Really one to one. One to one on buck to doe ratio. I think that's something people agree agree on almost yeah. any almost anywhere. That a one to one ratio is what's yeah. Yeah, but 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 some people tell you you want two to one. I don't like two to one. I mean, if you, if you think about it, that's two bucks to every one doe. The yeah. does are the ones producing Just the one to one. You have to stay on top. So, of it so oh, yeah. over here in East Texas, do y'all do y'all see does that will have twins from two different bucks? I know it's a thing in Texas, where they can be double inseminated from different sires, 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 yeah. and then they can have two different kids from different bucks. I would say in this area, it's probably going to be the same buck. Well, wow. I couldn't tell you. I mean, honest. yeah. I mean, hey, well, if you want to get a scientific part of that situation, call Texas Park Walnut. They well, have no, a dot no, com. That, that, that can't be possible, though. It is. No, in deer. Well, unless it's inseminated by a shot. No, no, they can. They can. No way. No, no. A deer, one, two bucks can't sperm one father. No. Uh, it can't, can't be. It can't be the same deer. Uh, is this? Is are these God's rules you're quoting right now? No, or? not at all. <laughs> it's just that, that can't happen. Bullshit. 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 I well, I was just listening to uh, Remy over here on the Meat Eaters podcast, and he was saying that uh, a wildlife ecologist they had that was studying deer said in East Texas they were having. No, that's in Arkansas. <laughs> That's humans. They, yeah, Arkansas. Humans, you can do that. Arkansas, they breed each other. These are a little cleaner animals. Oh, okay, okay. If you want to start talking about clean animals, let's get back to pigs. <laughs> so, one of the things you asked earlier, one of the things we're doing right now is we've got a, uh, a really cool trap that we use. It's a drop trap uh, signaled by sell your device uh we're catching 15 to 20 per drop uh helping landowners we've got a rancher right now that is a big cattle cattle rancher and he's uh he's actually he was real hesitant at letting us come on his place and then we talked to him a little bit we got out there in the first drop we caught 16 and then he uh all of a sudden he is gung-ho on it might actually buy his own trap that we'll manage for him. But things like that are uh, what we're trying to do to help landowners around the area. You'd be shocked at the amount of calls right now that we're having that, to uh, help it out. So how, how does that, How does that? you know, um, there's a lot of people that want, that get into the hunting field and just want to hunt. And so... With with these people that just want to hunt, you know, they'd be willing to kill anything. So that, you know, you hear a lot about landowners telling these guys, no, you know, you can't come on my land to kill, kill even hogs, right? So at, from the landowner side, because y'all, y'all are land managers, landowners, how do y'all feel about someone coming up to y'all and saying, hey, we just want to kill a few hogs, you know, we want to help you eradicate these pests, which they are, I'm guessing, to you guys. How do y'all feel about that? Well, really, a bunch of landowners have opened up to letting people come onto their property just to take care of part of the hog population. And by no means do I think it's possible to completely eradicate pigs from a certain tract or whatever. But I just don't think that's going to happen. You can definitely run them off for a little bit, but eventually they're going to show back up. 
Yeah, no, I, I think without a doubt they're they're going to be back. I think one really bad thing that that people tried to get rid of hogs with was poisoning, and I don't. It, it almost passed. I mean, it was right on the edge of passing. And so what happened is these hogs would eat a material that had this. It, it was almost like fly poison or whatever. You know, it, it had something in the way it'd kill it whenever they ate it, and it would get into the pig system, kill it out, but the meat would turn blue. But what they didn't think about is this pig could go and die in a stream that flows into the lake, and then the fish eats that, and then it, you know it, it passes all the way down. So, I th- for them to even be considering coming out with a bait like that would that would do that, you know that there's a pig problem, without a doubt. Yeah, the thing is, if you eat the meat, it's going to affect you. It's a bad thing. Obviously, they say it turns blue and everything, but a dog doesn't see color. Well, well, if you no. catch a well, Clark, Clark, Clark are you sure about that? Well, wait. I'm not sure about that. To be <laughs> Maybe they do well, see color. Let's, of, let's make the hold on. Let's make the comparison. What about coyotes and and pigs? Let me is tell that, you. Is that, I, is that I, an I, equal I, comparison? No, no. 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 I, I, your pig population is 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 a coyotes don't a cow, holes in a cow is also going to be like a dog and have a litter a year that maybe be two, three, four, five, maybe. It, let let me let me throw something at you. How many pigs have you seen? How many cows have you seen? Well, over here, you know, it's zero to fifteen. But, but anybody, uh, anybody's in the area. If you, you just think about it, and you, and you ride on the ranch, and you're you're on. But coyotes are a problem for. They, yeah, they are for a problem, deer. but but they're yeah. not. Yeah, I'm, I imagine even for well, pigs. I bet well, even pig no, even another day, we well, you know whenever we thermal, it seemed like every time we pulled up on a big hog herd, there would be a coyote sitting on the edge of it. You remember that? I mean, it was like. Well, well, we got a thermal come, come, on, come on, take this podcast seriously. Let's silence Hold on, y'all. This is my mom. One of the biggest things, like would mention coats. We we go through the elk pen another day, and there's a there's a cow elk laying down on the ground. I walked out to her. She was so sick. She she died. Three days later, she was completely gone from coats. Right. I mean, there's so there, there's a problem. There's a problem. There's a problem. But what do you, what do y'all know about? You know, uh, I was just recently uh, listened to a an ecologist talk about coyotes and how the more you try to eradicate them, the actually the more they produce. And this is what caused their systemic uh, spread across the U.S. because they make they make calls every night, uh, doing roll call on their on the coyotes in the areas. And when roll call doesn't come back as a hundred percent, it actually triggers their uh, their hormones to put them back in. Heat. Um, and heat yeah. and they have and not only does it make them go into heat but it makes them have larger litters the more and more people that roll call animals that don't you know call back when they do their their yells and I, so what's happened is it's spread across the entire u.s so how do y'all figure that into your i, I just think i think a coat one they're you, easier to call two you can put you snare traps because if you yeah. kill a coat he's not going to call back obviously yeah. I, do they everyone starts going into I would say a coat is 100% well, easier to eradicate than a well, let's, let's just, but, but What do you have to say about this? I think you're actually actually on the right path. I think you're wrong here because the coyotes have been a, an issue that they've spread across the U.S. completely. I understand yeah. that, but they're nothing like a pig. In Texas. Hold on, Clark. Say what you're going to say. I was saying, how does that 
the coyote that's making the decision saying, hey, old Bart didn't call back tonight. What if we killed him the night before? Right. Well, Does that throw him off as well? Well, here, here's another thing I want to draw to everybody's attention. It's not only the coyotes. Whenever, if you, if you yes, you kill more coyotes, they make more coyotes. Guess what? There's more space. There's more availability. There's more, more There's more varmints out there to hunt. It's just like the white-tailed deer. If, 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 if guns were eradicated and we sat back and we didn't have a hunting license, we didn't get to go and hunt, guess what would happen? Those deer wouldn't produce. You know why? There was one space for them. That's how... That's how yeah, the deer uh, would start eating raccoons. Let me tell you. Well, they'd have to just, they'd have to change your stuff. Yeah. Right? If, if, you follow, if you follow my drift. So, I guess back to, to the original question: eradicating coyotes, yes, going to raise the limit because it, there's less of them out there. But you're counting a population that's been shot up. That's been if people are eradicating them, are you are you deleting that from the population? There's more space for them. So I think it's like any other animal. As you eradicate them, they're going to produce more. But that's why you have to go in there and you have to manage it. If not, the population will come up with a disease that kills every one of them. Well, you can go as long as house cats. They breed. No, hold on. No, Cody, what do you think? House cats, house cats I, breed. Like hold a, on. I, I want to know crazy. what Cody thinks. Yeah. Well, you know, um, so in the 50s, they, eradi- they tried to eradicate You've been reading, haven't you? Yeah. Okay. Doing a little bit on, of reading. Well, Mostly they, listening, though. They tried to eradicate. Okay. And not coyotes. wolves, not wolves, but uh, coyotes. coyotes. And, and they did it in West Texas, you know. There, the land was a lot more open. They flew over in helicopters. They, they, they literally took them all the way out of the population. Well, they didn't. They're back in, now. in West Texas. They're back now. Right. But when we, when we, we were down in West Texas, we started hunting down there in about 2007. When you were there, you could not see a coyote. You could there not hear coyotes. a coyote. There yeah. were no coyotes. Well, I, and, I, I know. And, I know that it. So when coyotes came in, they were in what California? There was they were only in a handful of states, right up to five. It was like five states yeah, they were in, and then they they made this whole thing. They wanted to eradicate them, mm-hmm. and so they started they started uh, baiting them, baiting them with with poisons and whatnot. Right. And as they saw the coyotes, the population depl- like start going down. The coyotes started then producing an exponential amount, and they spread. They ended up spreading to fifty states. When they were only in five states, I think that would that would really be due to just them going to other states for food. You know, next food, and that's, yeah, I think, I think that's very possible. You right. know, I don't. I don't they don't. They don't come this. to a line and say, "I'm not going to Oklahoma." You know, but Oklahoma has a bunch of deer. Hey, let's go over there and see if we can't get us something to eat. Then they talked. They talked a lot about you know um, coyotes, unlike wolves, were willing to split packs. Mm-hmm. So you know, you might have a pack of 10 and when they they saw that they were getting threatened they'd split off in groups of two to try to keep keep the integrity of the population growing so that you know a male and a female would break off and another mm-hmm. male and a female would break off and they break off a lot easier than what even what a wolf would do they do they can be a pack, pack, pack of three coyotes exactly they're yes. not they're not as much of a pack animal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so it's it's it ended up causing the population to grow so the more they hunted them the bigger the population grew yes. and it ended up spreading across the u.s and i just i wonder a little bit about how pigs in comparison relate to that in texas because everyone hears about what pigs are doing to land people trying to kill pigs but not being able to kill enough we just heard clark say earlier you know 70 percent of pigs need to be killed 70 percent of a population of pigs have to be killed to have any effect on the population itself any popul- 
Population so, management. So you have to kill all. seven out of every ten pigs yeah. that are on your land to have this to have just the the, the min the, the minimal slightest part. Can yeah, the imagine? minimal yeah. effect on the actual population, meaning that you have to kill at least seven of the ten to just keep it neutral. Let's say the the problem between a pig. How do you kill seven out of ten? Well, you it, can't. You, you can't, can't kill seven. But here's another deal. It, it, on the hogs, if, if we're killing a couple and the coyotes are killing a couple, maybe you're getting closer to seven. Maybe you're getting a little closer to the number. Here, here's what so I think. I think right, taking coyotes all the way out of the question. Coyotes are bad, especially farmers. I mean, they know they get the calves, they get the lambs, they get the chickens, they get you know whatever the farmers trying to raise. But in a wildlife management perspective, they're all also helping with the eradication of, of pigs, even the even getting rid of deer. I mean, in in some areas, and even in Austin, they have so many deer, they have people come in and... You know, Cold. You're culling of the deer. Yeah, culling of the deer. Well, a coyote would help on that. You know, so I, I think taking them completely out of the population, you're, you're messing up a food chain. Yes, you're right about Here, that, for sure. Here's what we're doing, though, trapping them. The other day, where our trap is sitting right now, our main trap, we... The landowner and myself saw... Over 30 pigs in a sounder, which is a group of pigs. A sounder. So, sounder is? A sounder yeah. is. Yeah, sorry. So, a sounder is a group of pigs. So, we I saw. I feel like if I was playing in a band, I'd be like, hey, turn the sounder yeah. up. <laughs> so, we saw <laughs> we saw 30 to 40 in a in a group. Well, we've caught, we've caught eight, and then we caught another eight. We've caught probably. 20 22 out of that 30 35 so we're we're put we're putting a dent in them but it's still not even coming coming close to what you should i mean the pigs are a much bigger problem in my eyes than a coyote can ever be well do you, do you see them as a problem or do you see them as an opportunity to Who? turn it Pigs? Y- a pig? They, no, they can be no. both. Y'all, y'all as landowners or land yeah. managers, do you see them as an opportunity or a problem? It's both. It's for both. us because we're both. taking a we're taking a problem for a landowner, either the place we're at now or here locally that we're hunting on the ranch here. But we try to do is if somebody comes in, they got some pasture land like the, yeah. where we're trapping right now, and then and they're running cattle. When they run their tractor over their pasture land, the hogs come in there and, and root the whole thing up. Well, they got to take twice the amount of time to run the diesel, to run the to run their equipment. This guy calls us to help us get the hogs out of there. Well, we're not just going in there killing them and 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 getting rid, you know, throwing them in the creek or whatever. We're we're bringing them to another location where we have hunters come in. That those hunters want to actually donate the meat or they want to take the meat with them. You know, it it, it it's more than just a a, a ratification hogs i mean the guy that we're trapping on right now i told him what we're doing with the pigs that we're taking off his place and he told me he said i think you're crazy we could shoot them right here and be done with them but all i said was hey let let us have them we're gonna haul them off you don't have to worry about them again we're, they will not be on your place and you know here we have we've got all these exotic animals and now we we can offer pig hunts that you're most likely, if you can hit one, you're going to kill a pig with a well, gun. I feel like you just pointed somebody out. I didn't point anybody out. Uh-huh. 
Hey, let's just let's just say they they, they gave me a gun I had never shot before. Who knows if it was sighted in? They swear it was. We're gonna go back it up. But they're not the most trustworthy looking guys I've met. Hey, don't say that. We're trying to get people to come to EastTexasHunts.com. Plug. Hey, you can only plug yourself so many so, so many times before uh, you know I call you out on here. EastTexasHunts.com.com.com. <laughs> So these so these pigs, y'all have turned this into a business, and I think I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, and it's a side business; it's not even, it's not it's not the it's not your main business, but you're you're finding a utilization for these pigs, which are edible and fun to hunt. And so, why, why wouldn't you? We. We've made it fun. What were you saying, Austin? I don't know. We've made it fun. It's fun to come down here and hunt. Yes, it is a business to us. Uh, we have fun with it, though. It's it's good for families. It's good to get kids in the outdoors. My kid was dumping out a 50-pound back uh, sack of corn today by himself. He's four years old, but he... You know, just it, it took him 15 minutes to get the whole bag of corn out, but it's so much fun to see the little kids get out in the outdoors. Me and John Mark Clark grew up in the outdoors. I think all of us, I know I did, and I know John Mark did. We all rode a uh, four wheeler at six weeks old, and uh, you know, that's what we want to carry on to our kids and everything. I know Clark, Clark's struggling in the kid department, but that's okay, we don't blame him. Uh, but it does make it fun to be able to get everybody out here and have a good time. And yeah, we might make a little money off of it, but that's not what we're in it for. We're in it to help, help landowners. We're in it to help the ranch here. Uh, just have a good time. Thanks, Sean Mark. I appreciate that. Cause I was feeling like that was a pitch right there. God. I might even have to go back and delete that. We're good but, people. Uh, but let's. Let's 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 hear in a non-pitchy way. Pitchy. What, what do y'all? Your, <laughs> that's it. What's this? Oh man. Let's let's hear about what y'all are doing here. What time is it? You know, in terms of puns, y'all. We're saving elves, babies. Have, is what we're doing, Cody. <laughs> what kind of babies? We're we're. I mean, if, if you're if babies. you're stopping Austin from making babies, I think that's definitely saving babies. <laughs> well, then that, that, that's our main deal. <laughs> Pig hunting's really good, but keeping Austin out of his bedroom is even better. Yeah, I mean, that's what we need. Yeah, he's, exactly. he's created one, and I'm afraid if he creates one more, we're going to be in trouble. But his one is good. It was like it was like winning the lottery. So we just don't yeah. want. We don't yeah. want. We can't count on that happening. Keep again. on mouthing you know that Wayne's here. This podcast. What we are trying to grow is piggers. 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 Can't kill a pig if you're sitting on the porch. Nope. We ain't piggers. <laughs> oh, pigs. So what other kind of animals do y'all hunt here in East Texas? Turkey. Not many. You were just talking about turkeys earlier. Maybe white tail. In the, tail. In the ground we'll stand. Go How many turkeys do y'all have on this land? I think we've seen <laughs> one. I'm going to tell you right now. We we saw one today, but come Easter, I mean, I mean come Thanksgiving, be there'll be two for sure. But one will be in the cooker. <laughs> no feathers on that turkey. 
Well, I will say before we went out to hunt some pigs that we didn't see, uh, we saw. Wait, hold on, hold on. I want you to rephrase that, please. I mean, I don't want to point out that you missed, but if you make me, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> well, uh, we missed later, but before that, when we went bow hunting for some pigs. We, we saw, saw quite. Two. Hold on, we saw quite a few. We did see two. We saw quite a few axis deer. Yes, velvet. Which axis deer are the the premium eaten when it comes to any kind of you know curated meat it's good is it good it's good yeah. is, is the doe meat good or is the buck meat good or are they both good they're both good they're both good oh, doe meat is a little fun is <laughs> <It's> awesome <laughs> we don't eat fun what a young doe do y'all sell fun like y'all do veal <laughs> oh man any axis meat is good Without a doubt, what about it's, it's got more so, fat in so it. So the big the big thing is they say axis elk and they say elk is better than axis. Uh, uh, or what do y'all think? In my opinion, my I opinion, like I like elk. More. I like elk more too. It, it's got a little game of your taste. Ground meat without a doubt. I love ground meat. And y'all have elk here as well, right? Yeah. A natural population that y'all. Not very natural. But. Well, you you bought them at first, but y'all <laughs> let them breed and yes. y'all grown your own. Yeah, they bird. did. Well, it went from about actually, 13 to 65, 80, yeah. 65 about, 80 They originally came from a ranch in New Mexico. That's where they came from. Cotton the I-40 Mesa. ranch or which, which Cotton one? Mesa. The Cotton Mesa. Cotton Mesa, yeah. yeah. And uh, came from there. And it's weird, though, now that they've gotten here, they bugle just a little different than the elk. We, I mean, we always go and hunt elk up in Colorado, New Mexico, but they bugle a little Earlier, they drop later. I mean, elk still have horns right now. You have something to say, Clark? Yeah, Clark. I mean, yeah. let it roll Got out. Really close to that microphone. He's gonna deep throat it for the night. I wish we were recording the video here. Yeah, no videos needed. Anybody got any Benadryl? <laughs> no, Clark, what are you gonna say? I wasn't yeah. gonna say anything. <laughs> You weren't gonna say anything about these elk. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Y'all have bears here. <laughs> I don't know where to go uh, from here. Dude. <laughs> I'm a little confused. Hey, so don't bring up bears. One of our buddies, I had to block him on Instagram <laughs> because every time I posted something, he goes, "Do all for bear hunts." It's so funny you just said that. It's. A, it's yeah. kind of an inside joke. Are there bears in Texas? There yes. are bears in Texas, but none around here. We Brown don't hunt them. We don't hunt them. Black bears? Didn't they release them? They released some in East yeah. Texas. Louisiana like black bear. Yeah. Bear, yeah. Are they it's endangered or are they? Oh, they're yeah. just a protected. Yeah, you can't shoot them. Yeah. They were giving them like 10 or 15. Yeah, they are giving them like 10 or 15 years before you kill one. And we're not year three or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But I've never seen one here. So let's let's talk a little. I mean, let me tell you what wait, I wait, have. Are no. are up, wait, hold on. Are y'all up for talking a little bit longer? No, no, no. I think we need to put Austin to bed, and then so let's come back and have a conversation. <laughs> Big fan, what do you think? Because I, I want to talk a little bit about private land versus public land. So. Okay, here. Hey, Austin, let me. If I need you, I'll call you. If you take if you take those headphones out, you just enjoy listening to yourself so much. Anyways, Cody, what were you saying? 
<laughs> you just cut that one out. <laughs> Some dick sharpening going on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hopefully we all had those. I mean, it sounds good. Yeah, the, the earphones sound good. Okay, so I, I just want to know a little bit about public land versus private land in Texas. You know, as a, as a new hunter, I went and bought a bow. And my first question was, where can I go kill something? Because I want to be a little bit more a part of the process of what I eat. And the guys at the bow shop were just like, you know, you can go to public land. And so I did a little research, and it's like everything you read about public land in Texas, it's like you're not going to kill anything. Everything that's worth shooting on or shooting a bow on, either or, is it's privately held. Texas is one of those areas where everything's privately held. So what are, what are your thoughts on private land versus public land? Is it possible to shoot on public land? Is it worth spending the money on private land depending on the type of hunter you are? Like, where do you stand on all this? I'll say this right off the get-go. The also, private... I'm pretty sure you're supposed to be asleep right now. Uh, <laughs> you, there <are> some... <laughs> Other than deer hunting, there's some major deer around East Texas killed on, on public land. Every year. Every year, there's 160. Some of the biggest deer that kill around here is on public yeah. land. I think really your main your main difference is that on public land, you cannot carry a bag of corn out there and throw it on the ground. So many rules. In East Texas, you still can. You can bait on public land? Well, no, no, no. In no, no, East Texas? Well, private. 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 Private land, you can't. Public land, one, you can't have a stand that sits there more than three days. You can't have a corn feeder. You can't. But you can't you have get, a corn pile. You can't have period. a corn pile. You got to find a trail that intersects. Of course, there's outlaws out there that do it every year, and it's probably how they're killing these 170 inch deer. No, but no, I think yeah. And there, there's it's just get guys in, in our area. We yeah. have a bunch of public land. A bunch. I mean, you have. And you got National Forest, you got the big thicket yeah. right here. You got, I mean, there's there's a bunch of public land. It's not, it's not an area where a guy has to search for public land, without a doubt. Now, if success there, I think it would be tough because I wouldn't want to go to public land and well, set on a trail. That's what Clark just said, though. The guys that are killing those big bucks, most of them, most of them are really, really good hunters. Yeah. And there's some good ones that come there. There's a lot more people that hunt public land than private land, obviously. And and we have really good bucks come from private land, even if it's deer leases. I mean, they're but you, because, I don't because, even because they're they're raising it to be shot. Yes, they 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 have more yeah you know, they have more control over management. Yeah, I mean, so so any of your leases that that. Are, or trying to be true deer leases have management programs that you can't shoot an eight point or, or you can shoot an eight point as long as you're this old. And I mean, you don't shoot young, every year, young deer, every year, a 13 inch wide buck. Yeah. I've seen a deer that's five and a half years old. That was 13 inches wide. I mean, it's every year. Private deer leases are getting more and more strict. And you know, it helps with the deer herd size population all that good stuff but i mean it's like john mark said i i saw a buck last year at a taxidermist scored 170 inches and it was 12 inches wide and he had to call the game board because he 
the, the taxidermists would not take it without a game board sitting there because it's illegal. And it's 13 inches wide. Well, this buck was seven and a half years old. He was 12 inches wide. I mean, yeah. it, it's that sort of, I don't agree with all the 13 inch wide stuff. If you're going to manage a deer lease, manage a deer lease. On the public land, maybe. Yeah. yeah. That's a great a public A public land, yes, I totally agree with it. But, I mean, it just kind of depends on what you're, we're all, you know, me and Jomar and Clark have always been blessed and to be able to hunt on private land. We, I'm not sure I've ever hunted on public land in Texas. I've, I've hunted turkey on public Turkey, land, but, but not deer. Yeah. We, uh, we elk hunt on public land every year. Yeah, in Colorado. Yeah. Not in Texas, though. Yeah, but in Texas, we, I've, I've never stepped foot on public land to deer hunt. No, I do and so, what what does that make y'all feel like? What are your feelings about high fences? Depends on what you're looking for. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna so so you got you got one level of just managing your deer herd on your on your own land without high fence anything. You're just managing deer herd, and then if you want to step that to the next level, if you want to raise a 200 inch deer, you cannot do it without a high fence. Yeah. No doubt about it. You so can't. Go ahead. It just depends on like what you're looking for. If you, you know, you've got hunters that are. Uh, <laughs> you've got hunters that are wanting to kill 180 inch deer every single year. You can't. I mean, I can't. Because the, the sound is so loud. Clark loves Toby Keith. All right, guys, thanks for listening to Why Not the Podcast, and a special thanks to the guys at EastTexasHunts.com for letting me come out and get my first bow hunt in on their land. Look out for our next episode in the coming weeks. See ya!